0: You want it to look like you're coming from, you know, a GameStop. Yeah, <laughs> like I was told. I it's gorgeous. Well, I gotta do my lightsabers right behind me somehow. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, you need a you need a, a wall of like katana holders that you can just stack full of lightsabers. <laughs> I but you. yeah, and it's it, it it's not a it's not a comic book television. But have you seen the uh, the the blind Jedi uh, video? I haven't got a chance to watch it yet, but I saw that
1: it's going around and people love it, so I'm going to have to watch it.
0: Yeah, you should definitely watch it, because yeah, it also it shows a Jedi putting together their lightsaber on film. Because we've nice. seen it in the cartoons, but we've never well, seen we one saw it built in, in a movie. Not
1: Well, in a deleted scene. There's a deleted scene of Luke in Jedi, that,
0: and he's building his. Is he actually do, using it through the Force?
1: Well, he's like... He's not, it's not floating in the force, but he's all like meditating. Okay. And he's sitting beside a fire and he's putting it together by hand, but he's kind of in a trance with his eyes closed while he's doing it.
0: Okay. But yeah, this is the first time we see yeah. one in like a live action film where it's right. floating like in the cartoons and the pieces. That's of awesome. Video. Yeah. That's the, awesome. the 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 fan, the, whoever did that fan film, they are
1: fantastic. <laughs> I have to say, I still can't deal with that change. That's the one... I was okay with everything until they changed that one piece of canon of why lightsabers get their color now.
0: Wait, what, do you, what What did they change?
1: They changed all kyber crystals are clear. And that makes all lightsabers clear to begin with. And the color is infused into them through their user upon it being lit for the first time. What? Yeah, so basically if you're like more with the living force it's green, if you're more with like the unifying force it's blue and uh if you're straight up evil it turns it red.
0: So where did that come from?
1: Which that the council came down on that because it's a it was in a book. I think it was a book that it happened. And uh yeah, and uh, they explained it that way in a book, and it came down as canon, and the council was all like, you know, the story council was all yeah. like, yep, uh, that's how it works now. That's, that's the, that's I like the, the they, idea
0: of the multicolors, and you find the one that speaks to you in the, when they go on their crystal yeah, hunt.
1: Absolutely. It makes no sense that you're for, I don't know, it's, it's kind of a cop-out cop cheese thing, and that's why they're saying now, see, this changes, Mace Windu's lightsaber is purple because... They say now because he was like kind of half and half. He's half in the dark side and half in the light, right? No, he wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Which is a load of shit. He was just so militantly light that it made it seem like it. But yeah. his, the confusion was that that lightsaber style he developed, Vapod, yeah. touches on dark side techniques, right? Whatever. But he gained that crystal because he did some s- sort of like Herculean task and on some planet, and he saved like a race of people by like running up a mountain and doing some kind of shit. Huh,
0: and they rewarded him with that crystal with a special purple kyber crystal. Special, so now it's player. now his blade just purple because he's the funkiest Jedi in the world because he's the only black Jedi, right?
1: <laughs> but I thought it was badass that he had purple because he earned
0: that shit, like, yeah, you know, he well, was, and then I mean. All the stuff I've read about the Grey Jedi, where basically uh, Qui-Gon was, like, halfway to a Sith. Like, his fucking lightsaber should have been purple. Then, if that was the whole point.
1: Yeah, and his, his is green, isn't it? Yeah, which puts him in, like, the Living Force, which makes yeah. him, like, very hippie-like. Which he wasn't at all. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just stupid. That's the one thing they've changed that I was just like, dumb. Everything else they have been able to deal with because they've even brought in parts of the old stuff. Hell, they brought back Thrawn.
0: Yeah, like they I love made the fact Thrawn canon. You know,
1: that's amazing. But man, messing with the lightsabers like that, I don't like it at all. So now they have to explain why Ahsoka's are both crystal. Well, and yeah, because like, hers I mean... are both. You know why are hers both clear? That makes no sense. Yeah, I see. so.
0: Because what she they just might have doesn't have any attachment to I'm anything, not, I'm sure, right? I
1: guess so. <laughs> I don't know. Stupid.
0: Yeah, it's 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 weird. But all anyways, right, let's go live. <laughs> we've been live, so welcome oh, to Jedi Talk yeah. on CMYK TV. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, I will that, now. Uh, talk- that, uh, you know, the, sur- the not the survey, the, uh, what do you call it? The petition for Netflix to get an old Republic series. You've heard about this?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: It's getting up there. They're almost at like 150,000 signatures, man.
0: Nice. Yeah. I, I don't know honestly, how many it would
1: take, but
0: honestly, I just want the people that make the, the cutscene videos at BioWare. I yeah. want those guys to be given their own show. Cause some of the well, best. It'd be pretty
1: much that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I mean is it gonna be those people writing it? Because it's what those guys write in like a one minute, two minute long segment are some of the best Star Wars stories ever told. And they're literally just yeah. openings or yeah. trailers for video games and they're goddamn fantastic. You could just rip the stories right out of the comics
1: and out of the video games. Like oh, absolutely. Definitely. You know, it's uh, it's a very easy thing to do. So and video games since Tim Miller and Deadpool you know
0: they're they may be more open to hiring video game people to do stuff more right true yeah i mean he he definitely proved that he can make a money with a property that nobody saw would make money, yeah
1: <laughs> so we'll see what happens there but uh i guess hi i'm uh,
0: I'm jay <laughs> tonight we're we're two man in it again I don't I got, don't with, have me, game, I got so. with me the the jedi yes. J.M. J. M. Clark yes.
1: <laughs> And I don't I am, have a lower third though because we're getting internet wonky
0: tonight. I guess. Yeah, we got all sorts of tech issues. I can't tweet on um, from the CMYK <laughs> account. He can't get his lower third to work. The the uh, the machines are rising up against us. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be robot jocks all over again, just fighting machines. Robot it's, jocks. Oh, dude. Yeah, you see that behind me? That is a three <laughs> D That is a three D puffed out poster. It's okay. like an inch thick. It's solid plastic, and I've had it since I was in, like, junior high. It's uh, the, the folks that owned a video store next to my house when I was growing up as a kid gave it to me. So is I used to the, go there and get movie posters. Is that the prequel to that Hugh Jackman movie? No, no. Like, that <laughs> Hugh Jackman movie wishes it was Robot Jocks. Was it
1: Real Steel? Yeah, Real Steel.
0: <laughs> and Real Steel was fun, but no, dude, it was no Robot Jocks. Robot Jocks right. is literally nations fighting for territory, and instead of their armies going to war, they each pick a robot and a pilot, and nice. whoever wins the fight gets the land. Our champion. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, it's nice. a way to, yeah, to not have millions of people die in battlefields. You just send in two robots, right? On. And you know, hope that your pilot lives. Yeah, good movie. Good movie. <laughs> nice. We're we are here at some point tonight to talk about yeah. comic book television, CMYK like, hey, four color funny books put on the big screen. So um. We're gonna we're gonna save The Walking Dead for last because I know you're all caught up. Yes, I I am almost caught up, so we'll save that for last. So first, let's uh let's do the the Fox shows because I just got all caught up on Gotham and Lucifer. So where are you at on those two? I'm a little bit behind on
1: Gotham. I haven't watched any Lucifer since like the first two episodes. Okay, uh, it's a show I did enjoy the two I saw, and I'll probably binge it at some point in my next. 30 years of life. But um, as far as Gotham, I am at the point where uh, he just got Riddler out. He just announced that he's going to be mayor or wants to run for mayor.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, Lee just came back in the last episode I saw.
0: Okay. Yeah. So you got some yeah. fun stuff coming up. Cause yeah, uh, you find out who Lee's fiance is and uh, that has a major uh, connection to Gotham. Cause uh, he's a, he's a son of a crime boss. Oh no! I saw
1: that part. Uh, okay, they, they Even were talking. Falcon showed and, up. Yeah, Falcon. Yeah. Oh, I love that actor, man. He plays. Oh, out he's great. Real, he's great. So smooth and subtle. Like that subtlety at its finest, right there, man.
0: Okay, but yeah. So then, uh, yeah. For for those that are caught up, we know that uh, Cobblepot becomes the mayor, and then last episode we had the the big surprise where uh, Cobblepot realized he has feelings. For Nygma.
1: okay, I heard this was gonna happen.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, and they are they are, well, they were going for it, and literally, it was set up to where at the end of last week's episode, Nigma was like going out to get wine for dinner because he's you know thinking dinner with his boss, the mayor, because he right. works for Cobblepot, and you know thinks of him as a good friend, and Cobblepot's thinking like they're gonna have a dinner date, basically, like is what it was going towards, and Nigma runs into a chick at the wine store. That happens to look like the uh, girlfriend that he fell in love with that he murdered, except oh, really? now with blonde hair. And yeah, and so they, they brought back the actress and she's got a different name. And so far there's been no explanation as to why she looks exactly like Nigma's ex-girlfriend. Awesome. But <laughs> like they start chatting at the wine shop and freaking uh, like she's she's uh in their conversation, she's dropping riddles. And so he's answering them and, like, instantly falling in love. So it makes it seem uh, like it's some type of setup. I guess so, Yeah, I don't know where it's coming from yet, but basically it's like, okay, we found a chick that looks exactly like his ex-girlfriend, and we're going to make it to where she loves riddles. And like, and then in this episode they showed she works at the library, so, like, she you know, doesn't deal in politics or the real world or anything, so she didn't know that Nygma had been in Arkham. Like, she didn't know right. any of the stuff going on. And so, of course, Cobblepot finds out about her, because Nygma spends the whole night out with her and never comes back to cobblepots, where he's sitting there waiting for dinner all night. Oh, like, 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 poor you know. Pengy had his heart yeah. broken. Poor, poor Penguin yeah. got, got stood up, got stood up by the Riddler. Oh. So, which is it's so weird because you know that the one character feels one way about it, and the other character has no clue. And right? Bigma so comes in super happy because he's in love because he spent the entire night talking to this chick on like the front steps of her house, and like he's <laughs> stoked, he's he's happier than he's ever been, and Penguins just pissed. Oh, this is going to be interesting, man. I heard oh, you yeah. were going to go for it. And
1: it—it's—it's. It's, uh, I think it works because it doesn't feel forced with this show, especially the way that he's always portrayed the Penguin. He's always yeah. portrayed him in an androgynous sort of way. He's a yeah. gay actor. Oh, like, it, is gay. uh Robin? Yeah, he's gay for reals. Okay. And, and uh, you know, I don't know if that had
0: anything to do with it, but you know, it might've been something that the writers thought of and said, Hey, maybe sure, that's something may we can play in this it. character.
1: You no, know, he may have inspired it, but he's always played yeah. it in a way that he could go one way or the other with it. Yeah. Cause and, yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's, I
0: mean, he's not butch. He's not a masculine, like a super rough, tough guy character. Well, it's he's, also,
1: I'm wondering how long they've been thinking about this because it's the setup that I think makes me feel comfortable ever since he was held. Like it's, uh, you know the the Riddler saved him. Remember, like Nick yeah. saved him and helped him out and gave him a place to stay and got him back mm-hmm. on his feet. And you know he yeah. easily fall for him going through that kind of thing. So I totally get it. Like,
0: well, yeah, and it, we've never we've never had like the Penguin as a crime boss covered in naked chicks. Like, there's never right, been right. the womanizing aspect that you see for a lot of the other crime figures.
1: Sure. So you know I think it works out really well. So you know I'm cool with it going that way because. What didn't feel real was Barbara Gordon or Barbara Keene or whatever of yeah, her that... being all over the place with her bisexuality. Like it just it felt like it was just thrown in there. You know what I
0: mean? I don't know, it seems like that, that whole character seems weird. But there's uh in this new episode, uh Gordon goes on a trip, Mad Hatter doses him with a drug, and uh Gordon goes on a trip inside of his head, and Barbara's like basically leading him through the layers of his subconscious. And it's it's the best acting I think that actress has done on the show so far. Like she keeps changing ad- outfits and attitudes depending on what level they're going to. But okay. yeah, it's there, there's just something that's always seemed kind of off about that character where it doesn't seem to quite mesh with everything else.
1: Well I don't think it also it doesn't make sense to us as comic book fans who you know at this point they can't go back, I don't think. How's she supposed to end up Barbara Gordon and have his kids and be his wife forever? Does that mean another Barbara's going to come along? Because he ends up I, with the Barbara, and' yeah, see, are they just I don't throwing know. the cannon out on that one. Do you know what I mean? Like they've they never gotten to the point where they just tossed cannon. Even though no, they're but now mean, daring enough to take poison ivy, have her fall in a puddle and all of a sudden she's another yeah. grown up human being, right? Yeah, like, now
0: she's twenty years old and hot. Yeah, they're Which, like, yeah, s- they're like screw yeah, it. We're just going for it. So Well, I mean, I don't I don't think in the long term the writers are too worried about stuff like like Batgirl for the simple fact that I think it's like like with Smallville, the end of the show is the first time Tom Welling puts on the tights. Right. Once once he's Superman, the show is no longer Smallville. It ends. Right. And so I think you know if they could get if Gotham could run for ten years, yeah. My honest belief is the last shot will be Bruce putting on the suit.
1: Of course it would.
0: And so yeah, we we would yeah. never have to worry about things like Robin or Nightwing or yeah. Batgirl. Like they, that, those sequences are never going to happen. So I think with the writers being free and not having to worry about that stuff maybe they're feeling more free doing things like just messing yeah. with the relationship of Barbara and, uh, and James.
1: You know why I like? I like this show because you can tell the people who make it love it. Cause they've just been like, okay, we're probably close to getting canceled because we're on a big network and you need to get so many rate you know, so much <laughs> ratings or whatever. They're well, like, and it's Fox, just go Fox loves it, the cancel right? shows. I mean, yeah. So they just went with it and they threw it out there. And I think what's, <laughs> Why it's just doing well enough to hold on is because it's a well-made show. It's not a CW show. The, the, the actual confrontation... There's way more action in Gotham than any other show, I think. As far as, at least of the CW shows, that they're not in spurts. There's not a lot of talky-talky filler in Gotham as much as there is you know in the other shows it, it uh, like is pretty action heavy that's true bounds, not by leaps and bounds yeah. but like he'll go on a trail you know what i mean it's it's way more still It's still got enough of that procedural in it yeah that it it's holding that on like every episode gordon's not just in a spot there's always new places they're going he's following the path following the clues trying to figure out whatever right where the c dub shows they the one negative thing, if I can say anything about them right now, is they're kind of in that stalled place where I hardly even listen to the dialogue when they're not doing something important. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's a little, it's going a little much on the soap opera side for me personally. But well, it is still you know, CW. They're still great shows. <laughs> I think that's why Legends is turning into my favorite show because it's got all these diverse characters that aren't all in a bunch of love triangles. They're actually like dealing with themselves.
0: Yeah.
1: they Go through like, you know, Ray Palmer losing his suit. He's, is he still a hero or whatever? Like, you know, the relationship between, uh, you know, Firestorm is, it's cool. Like there's, there's, there's no, there's not a lot of lovey dovey, just jokey jokiness, you know? True. Flash, flash but, uh, has got a little bit too funny for me, just a tad. Uh, I, I don't still know. I love, love the flash. The show. I still hard. love it, but <laughs> I, it is all heart. But I think we need just a tiny bit more action and a little less jokes. Make the jokes that they do tell that much more meaningful. Do you know what I mean?
0: Could be, could be. But uh, before we get into all the CW show, uh, I am right. caught up on uh, Lucifer. I would say you right. should jump back into it. Uh, they're dealing now with uh, Lucifer's mom is on Earth. And he basically made a deal with God that he would punish his own mother to save the detective's life. And now at this point, Lucifer is... Pr- as, as everybody else has seen it, he's gone back on that deal. And so another angel showed up this week to basically kill the detective. But angels can't kill humans. This is uh, a younger brother of theirs that has the ability to mess with probabilities. So like you literally see him, like he moves a skateboard in a front yard and that leads to a car wreck that almost kills the detective. Right. Gotcha. Because he can, he can set up like basically mouse traps of right. how things are going to go. And so you get the showdown between him and, uh, what is it? Amadell, the, the, the big black actor who we find he, uh, Lucifer and the other angels now realize he's lost his powers. He's lost his wings. He's either been on earth so long that he's become human or as he puts it, he thinks he's been uh, basically dropped by God and is now actually a fallen angel like Lucifer because his wings like basically deteriorated and fell off. And so he doesn't know what's going on with him. And then, uh, yeah, Lucifer, uh, Lucifer ends up killing the other angel that came down to fight them because that angel actually wasn't working on God's orders, was doing things on his own and brought, um, who do you say it was, Azrael's sword, so the Angel of Death's sword, which doesn't just kill you, it makes you never exist. And so, okay. he brings it down to kill Lucifer, basically all of their mom, because the, the mom character is basically God's wife. Is she is bad or out. good, though? Or? Well, apparently she was bad, and that's why she's been in hell for a while, and Lucifer had her trapped in hell for, like, millennia. And... Okay. Yeah, it's one of those things like when, when the character gets loose, that was the end of season one, is Lucifer scared to death because mom's out of hell. And so there's this awesome thing where they're waiting Why for her he to would be
1: show scared up. if he's keeping her there, though?
0: Well, he was keeping her there under, you know, like, God basically sent her to hell. And so he uh, had her under lock and key. She escaped. Is she an angel or like a goddess? How does that work? Well, yeah, she's basically like god. She was uh, an energy uh, being of pure energy is how they how they describe her. She was so she was never an angel, she was never a mortal. But okay. like the, like the Judeo-Christian god, she was just a thing of energy. And so, yeah, Lucifer's all scared of her and then basically she comes to earth and is dealing with being a mortal for the first time. A mortal, not immortal. But dealing with being, you know, stuck in human flesh and not knowing how to deal with being in a human body, which is awesome because it's Trisha Helfer, so it's okay. this gorgeous woman, right. and like she, like during the whole first episode with her, they make all these comments about her perfect ass, <laughs> and she's just like, I'm stuck in this body with this perfect ass, but blah blah blah, and just it was so funny the way they did it, and then Lucifer's looking at this human body because it's a human body, right, and. and even Lucifer is extremely attracted to this human body, but it happens to be his mom, nice, and so it's nice. it's fucking with him because he's Lucifer, yeah. and he just sees a hot chick, and he wants to bang her, and he's like, ah, yeah. it's my mother. But yeah, it's, it, fun. It's been real good. Yeah the the last episode got got kind of dark with yeah him actually killing an angel to protect his mother, and wow. so you're seeing this weird thing where like Lucifer like throughout the show just keeps changing, and, and I mean it's not like he's becoming more human. But he's definitely not who he thought he was at the start of the show, right, and so yeah, right. they've been they've been doing really good. Basically, it's it's character growth. You're That's seeing awesome. character growth in the devil.
1: Yeah. I like to see,
0: <laughs> man. Yeah, so I, I would say hop back on that one. But yeah, that one's been good. All and right, then right uh, on. let's see. Uh, are you watching Angels of Shield?
1: Yes, but I'm behind on it. Okay. I'm not sure how many episodes. Not too many, I don't think. I think there's are uh, five five in. I've been loving it though. I've been loving it. And Ghost Rider's
0: great. Me and Josh Ghost Rider, have been talking that up. I'm I'm loving the Robbie Ray's Ghost Rider.
1: Yeah, he's he's a lot better than I expected, man. He's a lot cooler, like, even without the bike, because they've done the car so well that, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty rad. But I'm really digging this year's, like, just everything. It's just a way better feel. You know what I mean? It's uh, – yeah. It makes me yeah. long even more for them to start involving this stuff with the movies more. But it seems like I've been watching and listening and it seems like they're starting to mention stuff like Sequoia. and uh Yeah. Well the thing is
0: they off. they keep all of that on SHIELD, but they don't seem to what I think a lot of people are complaining about is they're not seeing the influence of Shield on the movies anymore. Right. Like how does it gonna get to the point where because they all still think he's dead, right? Colson yeah, yeah, Colson's still supposedly dead, and that's why there's a new figurehead. That's but one of the reasons there's yeah. a new figurehead for S.H.I.E.L.D. But, it says the Avengers yeah. can't know that Coulson's alive. Because why, you know? Yeah, at this point, I don't really know. Because, you know, they they already fought the battle that they needed to fight thinking that he was dead. So,
1: so yeah, now that S.H.I.E.L.D. is official again, does that bring them back into the movies?
0: Maybe. Maybe that's what they were waiting for. And so maybe now we get S.H.I.E.L.D. coming back. Um, I can't say that there was basically no mention of S.H.I.E.L.D. whatsoever in Doctor Strange. So How was it? It was good? It was good. It was uh, fantastic special effects. They brought Steve Ditko drawings from the 60s to life on screen. That's and it's, cool. It's literally as you're watching it and you're realizing that like uh, like the Avatar movies, like this is a movie that they couldn't have made 15 years ago. Right, the special effects weren't there yet. It would have looked cheesy and it would have looked bad. They brought flaming head Dormammu to life on screen, and you completely buy him as this giant mystical entity. Like he's done fantastic, and yeah, and uh, Cumberbatch, uh, fluffy bunny Cumberbuns, like he's really good as Stephen Strange. So I hear though that it's a fantastic flick.
1: I hear though the only negative drawback is it's that formula again like it's an iron yeah. man re- it's an iron man remake basically.
0: Yeah, well it, it's yeah it's it's definitely the straight up origin and I mean especially uh definitely iron man because uh, you get the the Stephen Strange who at the start of the movie is a jerk. He is the world's preeminent right. surgeon right. and he thinks highly of himself and thinks lowly of everybody else. And so everybody is beneath him at the beginning of the movie and honestly I don't think Uh, They did the transition okay, but I actually think they did the transition better in the cartoon. They did a Doctor Strange cartoon that they put out like eight or nine years ago that was one of the the Marvel movies. And I think the transition of him being humbled was actually better in the cartoon, which that that might be the only thing I would fault him at is that you don't really see him. Like you see him changing, but you don't see him go from arrogant prick to humble person ready to serve humanity. Right, like it, it happens, but you don't really see the transition in the character. Right, right. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely fun, and I, I mean, I'm gonna go see it again this week in 3D. Which I mean, literally, I'm gonna pay to see it again, <laughs> pay for 3D, and put a pair of contacts in because it looked so good in and 2D. Acid
1: under your tongue. Uh, if only I didn't work for the state. <laughs> nice.
0: But yeah, um, it's it's a really fantastic looking movie, and yeah, it's it's really fun, and yeah, it's definitely it's the Marvel formula for sure again, but it's really enjoyable. Well, this one's really for the fans.
1: This movie has no purpose but to be for the fans, even ones who aren't maybe Doctor Strange fans, but the comic fans. That's this movie had to be made because you know they've still got their only their core that they're dealing with, but the Guardians of the Galaxy two trailer. Oh, dude! Like even, <laughs> even my girlfriend, who cares nothing for any of this nonsense, she
0: wants a baby Groot, doesn't she?
1: Even she saw the trailer and got excited, <laughs> and went in the kitchen to do the dishes. I went out for a smoke. I come in, and uh, all I hear is Guardians
0: soundtrack playing because she totally down. She bought the yes. album
1: off iTunes, right?
0: <laughs> well, I, w- I will tell you this though: uh, coming out of Doctor Strange, you will see how he is connected. Going forward with the films, because right. they do put a connection in there, and there's a there's a mid credit sequence, and there's an end, 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 end of credit sequence. So it's got. What do two you
1: gonna happen
0: after Phase Four? Like obviously the,
1: the the Infinity War is gonna happen, right? Yeah. And obviously Thanos will lose in the end, and you know maybe we lose Cap. That's my big guess. Maybe Cap will make it out. Whatever happens where do they go for phase four? Like they're going to run out? Do they reboot at some
0: point? Or did you say it's going to run out? Is that what you said? Yeah. Like years worth of stories. No, but I'm saying
1: (laughs) people aren't going to play these characters
0: for 30 years. They're not going to do it. Actor wise. I think, yeah, we'll see the end of, yeah, the end of what phase three now is the, the Avengers infinity war stuff. Right. Right. So yeah, once once we see the end of all the movies that are under contract now, I think we'll see renegotiations and we'll see characters relaunched with new ca- with new actors. But I think they're gonna try to move towards continuing storylines. So think they'll keep in a universe forever, the same universe? Pause I think they'll do that as long as they can. <sighs> which I don't know how long they can do that before you end up with, you know, the need for you know, a crisis on infinite Earth to figure out all your alternate dimensions and blah, 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 blah. Why because even the general public doesn't understand it.
1: They just don't get how much it hurts us. Eh? Like, okay, there was, there's been big impossible things. And in comic book television news, huge news today that the young justice has been, uh, yeah. approved season for three, season yep. three. And this was one of those begged for things that was just pure online talk from the fans. And yep. it eventually happened. Now, I don't know what it would take. I still don't understand what the deal is. But the only thing left that could happen that I fear still will never, ever happen is that the mutants come home. Now, let's pray that Spider-Man Homecoming makes so much fucking money for everyone involved
0: that Fox,
1: Fox has no bloody choice left.
0: That's the only way it'll happen.
1: It would change everything. Like, did you hear Chris Claremont talking about why the comics are just, they don't exist anymore and it's all Hollywood's fault for X-Men? Uh-uh. Well, yeah, he was uh, doing a panel or something, and they were like, why don't you think X-Men are selling as well? They were always like the giant flagship of Marvel. They were the big book, the big team. They were everything. And, you know, this movie universe has been built on B-list characters. And he was like, well, it's Hollywood. Like, they made shitty movies. The X-Men movies are <laughs> shitty. And that made the books suffer. And nobody cares about them anymore. And it's because Fox won't share. The fact that yeah. they can't come to a deal. And it's, it's as simple as that. And yeah. could you imagine? Could you imagine? The things I daydream about, Anthony. Like <laughs> Say that it did happen and Kevin Feige put out a tweet that was like one word,
0: like, snick it. Or something (laughs) like you know what
1: I mean? Like
0: oh yeah, the the, lose their minds. It it would be it would be a hell of a homecoming. It would be a better homecoming than Spider Man. Yeah, it
1: would. It would, and I think that's all they have left because what you know how they've gone back to kind of the roots of Spider Man with the new incarnation. They would probably do that with X Men. Yeah, which they would need to do far more appropriate Wolverine. We'd get a far more appropriate professor x do you know what i mean
0: i i just i don't get your hatred
1: for the hugh jackman i love him i love him i love him it's not my wolverine though like i don't hate him but (laughs) i just hate the the wolverine was on the other night
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and i was reminded because the yeah the missed opportunity the missed opportunity how do you ruin that and i still even though this new logan trailer looks badass i still don't trust it i still don't think he'll go crazy enough
0: you know what i mean well i mean it's the first one that's gonna be an r-rated right so let's
1: just hope there's not some big cgi villain at the end for him to fight like this this needs to come down to you know the way it looked like unfortunately if you take that awesome song out of the trailer it's not quite as as impressive a trailer
0: right well yeah that song makes everything better (laughs) you know yeah Exactly. So you know yeah, I mean, uh, but, we we can cross our fingers, hope that I mean honestly what we need what they need is not just for Spider Man to do well, but they need for Logan to do poorly. Yes. Which because I don't think it's great. You as know. long as as long as the X Men movies make money, Fox doesn't give a shit. They don't care. Right. They just made what, four hundred percent return on Deadpool? They don't well, give here's a good the problem goddamn. With
1: Deadpool. The, yeah. Like, But, yeah, you think that Deadpool would be like their big, one big holdout. They would hold on to it all because of Deadpool, probably.
0: Well, I mean, you that know? might be the one thing that stops them at the negotiating table at this point. Because they might say, oh, well, we're ready to give the X-Men back, but then Deadpool made us money. So maybe they keep, I don't
1: know, there should be a whole all-around deal. Imagine Deadpool showing up in a Marvel U film.
0: No, like, Deadpool with, and Spider-Man. Fucking- that comic's doing well right now. <laughs> if he showed oh, yeah. up in the Spider-Man movies... Fun.
1: Oh, could you imagine him standing there having a chat with Robert Downey Jr.? You know what I mean. That's just—it's oh, so that'd ridiculous. Be so,
0: good. so good, but you know. <laughs> but oh, we can so help. We can, we can hope. There's always yeah, a chance. There's a chance. Oh. Oh. <laughs> all right, let's move on to the the CW shows. So, you were saying, you, which ones are you caught up on? I'm caught up on all of those
1: except for tonight's Supergirl. I haven't okay, watched yeah. tonight's Supergirl. And I
0: had just enough time to watch but, that, but uh, last kinda... week was the the Fight Club, right? Yes. Yeah, so we had a Martian Manhunter versus Miss Martian, where we actually got to see her using her powers, and then yeah. of course, yeah, it all led up, which yeah, it was the very standard, you know, big Fight Club episode for Supergirl last week, which it seems to happen in like every show. There's always one episode where if there's people with superpowers, they're going to get basically captured and stuck and forced to fight somewhere. Though this one seemed to be more like they were just being paid. Like, they didn't seem like they were slaves. Right, right. See, that's kind of my
1: point with Gotham. Gotham's not always in the same kind of scenario. I think that's why I like the show. Like, they try to do different, really different type things. If the CW has any faults, it's that it does. it falls into these, you know... Easy well, they're doing, to do. but
0: they are doing comic book patterns though, because it is they are, you know, it's comic book stuff. But I mean, yeah, it was, it was a good, it was a good episode. It was fun seeing uh, her get information from Monel on how to fight the one alien, and then of course the big reveal at the end. For those that didn't know, yeah. is that Miss Martian's not a green Martian, and the reason no. she didn't want to do the soul binding with uh, John Jones is that she's a fucking white Martian, because Miss Martian right. is actually one of the assholes that killed all the green Martians. And so yeah. that's why she was hiding on Earth. She didn't and like eventually
1: being, that will yeah. come out and they'll have oh, a confrontation yeah. <laughs> and then they'll fight it out and then they'll make up and then they'll realize that there's really no
0: difference between us blah, blah, blah. Well, not at this point because of the last yeah. two Martians. Right. <laughs> yeah, Pretty yeah, much. So that yeah. one was good. Uh, Flash, we had the, the giant monster episode, which was fun. Seeing uh, Flash working with uh, Draco Malfoy, which I I... Uh, I can't think of the character's name, but to me, he's—I think he's always going to be Draco Malfoy. Yeah,
1: oh yeah, totally. What is it, Julian Albert? I think is his name. I think
0: yeah, Julian sounds right. But I mean, he's great as that character. I'm loving him on that show.
1: I don't get his point though. Like he's a made up for the show. He's not a comic book character. Not that I know of. And everybody's just assuming that he's going to be the other bad guy, the alchemy. But that's yeah. Even CW is not that obvious.
0: No, they're not. I think he's going to be something else. I think they're going to use him towards some other reasoning in the long run that we're not seeing yet. I think he's going to – yeah, I think here's what's – because I don't think Alchemy has super speed, and there was literally a scene where Barry was talking to Julian and then left at super speed and went and fought rival and got attacked by Alchemy. So unless Julian can teleport, he's (laughs) not Alchemy.
1: (laughs) Right. Well, here's my theory. You know how they're trying these new Harrison Wells? Mm-mm. It's not going to work out, right? And, uh, you know, they're not. maybe he'll come back or whatever, but I think he'll end up being the replacement on the team.
0: Oh, you think Julian's going to take over the Harrison Wells role?
1: Yeah, he'll be the crotchety smart guy on the team who, like, tells Barry that he sucks and stuff.
0: That could be yeah. kind of cool. Well, it's I- the same
1: attitude, right? It's way similar attitudes like could you couldn't you picture him there like oh, just yeah. acting like he didn't want to be there yet part of the team because who do, the team's going to change i think a lot i think they're going, they may pull like an arrow or something because uh what's going to happen with felicity becoming killer frost or
0: not felicity yeah as we um, have a yeah daniel Panabaker is becoming felicity so or he's uh, becoming, <laughs> K- becoming killer frost killer frost. he said felicity and felicity just threw everything off yeah.
1: So, you know, will she remain part of the team? How far her character arc goes is is in question. But I think Julian Albert will end up being on the team, you know. I think he'll just be a series regular. I don't see where else he could go or what else he'd have to do with anything. The only question out there is that where did he come from? Like, yeah, I know there was Flashpoint, but he's the only real entirely new human that was created out of Flashpoint. You know what I yeah. mean? There's no other people who are just like, oh, you're a whole other person. Living yeah. and, or working in my space, like
0: he is, he is like yeah, like the big major change. But yeah, I think it's also it was just to bring another great actor on the cast. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I don't know, I don't know where they're going to go with him, but I'm excited to see it because I do, well, I do love so that well. show. I think you know there was you know he did well in Harry Potter, but there was
1: kind of times some of them weren't the best. But I am really impressed with how he's done on this
0: show. Like oh yeah, and, and Tom Felton's a great he's actor, a much
1: better actor than he's much better than I even thought he was. So you know, kudos to him on that. But On Arrow, we finally had confirmation that it's in Flashpoint universe,
0: or at least post Flashpoint. Well, we knew that when Barry talked to Felicity. But what are you talking about? Uh, John Jr. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because we got, yeah, John, uh, John, uh, the Spartan has a uh, son now instead of a daughter. I
1: started some shit on another podcast because I was like, well, he grows up to be Connor Hawk, who is the new Green Arrow, remember? In the. And then when they, we met old one-armed Ollie with the beard, right?
0: Yeah. in the one alternate future that the, the legends went to, but that's true. Like, yeah. No.
1: Junior, not Connor Hawk. So they got me on that one. So I'm not too sure what's going to happen there.
0: Well, and it's not like he can't change his name. <laughs> yeah. That's what I figured. I was like,
1: Connor Hawk does not sound like a given name. So, you know, no.
0: and I do, I do love uh, what they did with, um, uh, church, the, the follow through with, I want to call him Cuddy, like the wire. Or Tyrese, like dude has such 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 nerd cred. Like it's amazing the shows that that actor's been on. uh, Chad Coleman, it was a good addition, but like they took too long to catch him. Like he's
1: not like after. Here's the problem: they had such big villains. One thing, yeah, with Damien Dark, they kind of
0: ramped him a little too high, and I think I like like, the fact that they well they brought it back down to street level, and that's what Church was there for. Was he was a very smart, very capable street level criminal. Yeah, but Arrow should be able to kick anyone's ass immediately after taking on Damien Dirk, right? So, well, uh, Because he didn't do that all on his own, and it took a lot to get it done. <laughs> you like the new team? The what? You like the new team? Uh, I like aspects of it.
1: <laughs> well, here's the thing. Were they in his comics? I know they're all actual
0: characters, but other than no, Arsenal.
1: I'm, was Wild I'm, Dog and Ragman even in Green Arrow stories?
0: As far as I know, Wild Dog was always uh, in JSA stories and um, Mr. Terrific was a JSA character. And then right, a right. Ragman, if I remember correctly, was a Batman villain. So yes. I, don't, I don't remember any stories, uh, but I'm not sure. Ragman might have been like, a, like an anti-hero, but I only right. think I remember one or two stories I ever read of Ragman. And I, I think he was a villain in all the stories I read. But I mean, that's I can't remember reading a Ragman comic, so it's been a while. And right. so you know, it's definitely it's definitely a change. But yeah, I mean, it's 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 turned into the Justice League Light over there, or Justice League Dark even in in Arrow because they're they're building up all the characters. I did think it was funny though. I saw a tweet somebody put out where because uh, I love what they're doing with uh, Mister Terrific. I love that actor, and I love how right. he turns into the character. And like he's yeah. got he actually has fair play written down the sleeve of his jacket. Yeah. But somebody put up a tweet, and they showed the actor with his hair all out and his big old fro. And in the next scene, he's got the T, you know, on his face, and his hair yeah. is all done up in cornrows. And the tweet just said, who the fuck stops to cornrow their hair before a fight? Yeah. But how does like, he do it so quick he's been every there, time. Yeah, he's been
1: there in the gym, like, hold, hold on, hold on. I ain't ready to go yet. I ain't ready to go yet. Ain't ready to go Yeah, yeah. I totally, man. I've totally thought that, too. It's, it's yeah. totally ridiculous. The yeah. shows have gotten... A, that's what I mean by they're a little out of control. A little like, bit. I but think they mean, got a... Reel it back and just tad down, like, because even Gotham has funny
0: moments. Oh, yeah. But I still I do love that they've they given Arrow, they've given Arrow more levity, which I do enjoy yeah. that. Even with, you know, keeping some of the bloody, gruesome scenes, like Wild Dog being tortured, you know, right, and him right. dealing with the after effects of that, and John dealing with the death of his brother. Like, there's still yeah. really, you know, powerful, dark, you know, heavy themes. But at the same right. time, yeah, you have the jokes and you have, you know, relationships. And you have Ollie actually doing a good job as the mayor and, like, I busting people's asses. Like, I've, I've enjoyed yeah. what they've done with the changes that they made to the way they script that show. I think it's hard
1: because Stephen Amell, I think he's a good actor. But I think the way the character has been written has just gone so far from what the comic book Green Arrow was.
0: Like, well, yeah, he's it's, really
1: never been the comic book Green Arrow. He's not been the Ollie of the comics. He's not been... no. But uh, he's been it's a, it's Bruce a, Wayne. He's been Batman when he yeah. should have been not. He should have been the opposite.
0: He should have been even like more, you know. But they know Batman's popular, and so that's what they did.
1: Yeah, but now <laughs> it's just put a green, green arrow in a
0: Batman suit. Like,
1: what is he still so angry about? Like, why is he always angry? It's like.
0: Well, now he's angry because he doesn't have Felicity, which if you had to look at that woman every day and yeah, not take her home, yeah, I would be pissed. Like, that's a good reason to be angry all yeah. the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, man, I had that and I fucked that up. Damn! Like where, <laughs> like, uh, like Arsenal. Like, where
1: she come? Like, I don't even remember where she came from, you know? It's... Oh, she was
0: uh, the, the daughter of a set of people that I think they got killed and they saved her. Right. They were able to save her, but not her family.
1: Which means she, of course, is qualified to be a vigilante.
0: Well, yeah. any Anytime your parents die, that makes you a superhero. It was, it was don't you sad. read comics? <laughs> vigilantism. Nice. Yeah, you just need a pair of dead parents and you're good to go. Nice. Especially violent death. Oh, violent nice. death to your parents. That's all you need. Mm-hmm. All you need. Okay. I think and my then uh, yeah.
1: At the moment, it's probably Supergirl.
0: Supergirl. As I love Supergirl, and I love the heart in that show. It's so bright and shiny and hopeful. I yeah, like, yeah yeah yeah. That show yeah. is so and
1: good. It's, it's done well. You know, I'm excited to see what else comes in through it too, because they're being bold. I can't believe they put soup on the show.
0: Like, yeah.
1: You know. I mean, They did he, well with it. He, they did well. They didn't do as fantastic as a lot of people thought. I thought, like, I, he played Superman well, but still too scrawny. I still didn't look at him and think Superman. <laughs> He's just way too scrawny. Like, you know, I'm not necessarily saying he needs to be, like, Cavill-like cut or anything, but – you know,
0: that was just too, and the yeah. cape
1: was so weird. I can't get over the cape with the buckles
0: and shit. Yeah, I, d- I didn't like the the shoulder harness. The shoulder the harness thing was weird, but that's just the. suit is awesome. Yeah, her, her suit. suit's her, great. I you couldn't know. figure out why her, his suit wasn't just the male version of her suit. Because if yeah. they'd have done that, it'd have been fine. But yeah, yeah, they gave him the big old shoulder pieces, and it's like, what the fuck is that? And yeah. I think it was just, you know, the the design department be like, well, we have to have something that doesn't look like any of the other six Superman suits we've already seen. It yeah. can't look like the movies, yeah. and it has to be somewhat similar to hers. And so, I mean, yeah. there there's only so many different ways you can design Superman's suit where it doesn't just look weird and not look like Superman. Which I still think, I think it looks weird should... when he doesn't whenever he doesn't have the red tights on. If he's not wearing the underwear really? on the outside I'm way over that. Way over that. that I think that's I'm at Superman the point to me. Where it's weird if he's Superman not to me.
1: Uh, yeah, a blue
0: bodysuit does not
1: say Superman. Old school. <laughs> old school, man. Let them bodybuilder
0: outfits go. You know, <laughs> it was all yeah, it was so, all carnival stuff.
1: Oh yeah, but yeah, so, it's
0: it's a fun show, and yeah, uh, when you catch up on this week's episode, because I did get to watch it before we started tonight, and it's a it's a fun one. I think uh, Martian, alien weaponry. I
1: think a Martian manhunter should be more a little
0: more badass too. I think I think they're kind of easing into it because I think they they. I think uh, the idea of the general watching public that aren't comic book fans trying to run down his list of superpowers when you first meet the character, it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Because he's Superman with visions, power, and shape shifting, and telepathy. (laughs) Like, it's insane the fucking list of things that Martian Manhunter can do. And now there's two of them. Now there's fucking two of them on the show. Yeah. It's like, you don't even need Supergirl around if you have Martian Manhunter. He can do it's everything nice that it's, plus more. You know, Megan and all that stuff, too, you know. Oh, yeah. No, I love what they'll be able to do with that. But, yeah, so that, that one's been good. And, yeah, when you catch up on this so week, this week's episode is real fun, too. So, oh,
1: sorry, hold on a sec. I just unplugged my beats. My beats came undone. <laughs> all right. So uh, you've got two members of Young Justice now on Arrow. No, wait, sorry, on CW shows. On CW. Days. Yeah, so you've got Megan and you've got uh, Arsenal. Oh. oh, three, actually. We have Wally, too. Oh, yeah, and Wally. This is totally setting up Teen Titans, yeah. man. You think they'd split them all off and do Teen Titans, then? Well, like, I mean,
0: even they they, they had green-lighted a Titans show at one point and then canceled it, so right, right, they, right. they know there's some interest. I mean, I wonder, it's definitely a thing they could do. But I mean, you need you need what? You need a Superboy. And you need a Robin. Where are you going to get a Robin from? That's your only real problem. You can't Why- get him from Gotham. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't
1: they make like Netflix DC shows? You think?
0: Uh, probably because Netflix has such a huge deal with Marvel. Yeah, but why not have more huge deals cuz
1: they got the they show their shows like CW shows and stuff are on Netflix, right? Well, the, the CW show all shows, the movies, all Warner Brothers superhero movies are on Netflix.
0: Yeah, but it's also those were those were deals that they had before all the shows basically got moved to CW. So, mm-hmm. you got to remember that a lot of these Netflix contracts have been in the works, you know, there the, there might be stuff that's happening now that they signed a deal 8 years ago. Right, And so all of that stuff has to end before they can sign new deals. And then you see big changes like the mm-hmm. stuff with Hulu where Hulu wanted to keep showing all the CW. What shows. is Hulu?
1: I don't know. We're not talking about Hulu. <laughs>
0: We're not talking about
1: things that don't exist in the world for me. Okay.
0: <laughs> see, I like it to watch agencies. right up there so. with
1: the U S election. It doesn't exist for me. <laughs> it
0: doesn't. Exist I'm for not it.
1: involved. I don't yeah. have to deal. I'm doing my best. Louis black right now. <laughs> I'm not at Nice.
0: but yeah since they couldn't keep, get the contract they wanted now we have CW has their shows on their website and then the CW shows will go on Netflix supposedly sooner now And so they've worked out that deal but yeah it's, it's you know there's tons of different thousands of contracts that are in the way when you talk about between the Marvel Universe, the Marvel uh, shows on Netflix, the DC CW shows. And then the DC movie universe, like that's a ton of different organizations that'll have to get together to make decisions. Like that's 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 an insane amount of lawyers is what it is. It's a lot of fucking lawyers.
1: At least Warner Brothers has, see, it still comes down to at least Warner Brothers has all their own shit still, you know? And it's funny because they were going to be fine. DC was really never going to fold, but that's how much trouble Marvel comics were in. Well, yeah, they had to sell their shit to survive as just the comics or Marvel would have folded and you would have only had DC and now it's it's unfortunate, but saving themselves resulted in them gaining such fortune that they can now not completely grasp because they gave (laughs) had to give all their shit away. So
0: the real problem is that Disney didn't buy Marvel when Marvel was going bankrupt. If Disney would have bought them before they sold all the movie rights, this would all be a lot different. And yeah, yeah. DC was lucky. DC had Warner Brothers and Time Warner backing them the whole time. So they were never in failure of going bankrupt because they've always had a.
1: So much money. How can they not just like. Fox is not making billions off of the X Men. And you know that they'll slap a billion dollars down to get them. So why not just do it? (laughs) Are you that. Like, I still cannot. Grasp any kind of thing except something personal because a guy slept with a guy's wife or something.
0: I that mean, they It, would it not could be something as simple as that. But yeah, it, it's one of those things where it's it's a bunch of Fox executives and they're looking at the long term.
1: Who are the stupid long term and have proven it.
0: Well, yeah, but I mean, if you look at the long term of it, they have the, the way I understand it, their contracts basically state as long as they keep making a movie like every four to five years, they have those characters indefinitely. And when you look at the dollar amounts, like everybody was like blown away that Disney paid Lucas four billion dollars for Star Wars. Right. That seems like a lot of money. It's not. Um, how much did Force Awakens make? Three billion? Right. That was one fucking movie. One See, movie and that's like that talking
1: movies. There's like like Microsoft is buying other companies for like two billion dollars that yeah. we don't even hear about because it's something they think might catch on or might be able to yeah. be implemented into another technology like
0: yeah but somebody at fox that's you know the star wars is it's the actual bean counters at fox are saying okay if disney gives us 10 billion dollars over the long term how much is that going to cost us because we can right. keep making fantastic four movies we can keep making deadpool movies we can keep making x-men movies we have all of these rights and if we put a movie out every three to four years we get to keep all these characters. And so they look at that over the next hundred years. But how many billions of dollars them. is that? Yeah, but people are going to see them because they're going to get shittier and shittier. People will see them, though. That's the problem. How many people wouldn't saw the fan, fan for stick? Yeah, but not as much. I'm saying
1: when they see how much money Spider-Man makes, they're like, how come ours didn't make a quarter of that? You
0: know? Well, and they're going to know why, but it, it's one of those things where they, it literally has to get to the point where the, what they could gain has to beat what they'll lose. Because like, can they, all- they
1: announce anything else after Logan? For them, like,
0: du, du, du. Like, right now, I not know. Is
1: installed, right? Right now, X Men is there's no plans for more X Men because I think they were gonna do something, but now. Yeah, I think installed. the
0: only thing Fox has on their schedule right now is Deadpool Two, right? For the, for the Marvel properties. I believe that's all they have on their schedule right now is Deadpool 2 because, yeah, they're waiting. Well, because I think what we're going to see is that I think Logan is going to be the last part of resetting the X-Men universe because we're going to see Wolverine leave and we're going to see X-23 take over the Wolverine role in the movies. With and, who, though? With who? Uh, who? Whoever they get to play the character, probably slightly older than the the girl that's in the movie that is coming out. Right, They'll but get- like
1: I'm saying you're, with with who's X-Men because Patrick Stewart's done.
0: Yeah, no, he's done. It'll be, it'll be a version of kind of the... Because the, the Age of Apocalypse but is basically... I think it'll be McEvoy again, and we'll see a version of a slightly older version of the 80s Apocalypse team that was in the, the Age of Apocalypse movie. We'll see a slightly older version of that team with X-23 on it to take the Wolverine role, and McElvoy might be the only actor that we have coming back. I can see them relaunching the X-Men after Logan... With a brand new set of actors, except for McElboy. Yeah, that would suck. I'm just saying it's possible, and if they know that they're going to make money and not lose money, then Fox will do it. That's, How can you that's not see
1: that you're going to make more money with the Marvel way? It just uh, breaks my brain. Have we missed anything? What have we covered? <laughs> we
0: covered it all. No, we didn't get to The Walking Dead because we were saving that for last. Oh yeah, Walking <laughs> Dead. So uh, uh, I-, I finished uh, season six on Netflix. Uh, AMC put out an email to let people watch episode one. So I watched uh, episode one of season seven. And then uh, the other day there was a video clip up I saw of Daryl getting pulled out of the cell and getting like a five-minute lecture from uh, Negan where he explained what happened to Dwight's face. Which I love that because it was straight out of the comics. Yeah, It was pretty much word for word exactly what happened out of the comics, which I liked. But yeah, so I didn't actually see episode two and I only saw part of episode three, but I'm pretty much caught up on everything that's happening.
1: It was really good. It was uh way better. Not that the meeting the kingdom Meeting the Kingdom was cool, but not a lot happened that episode, right? It was just kind of a info episode.
0: As it was and... that episode two of season seven? Was introducing yes. um What uh, have you seen it's... of season seven then? Episode one and then the scene from episode three.
1: Okay. Uh, episode two is the kingdom. Is Carol and Morgan end up at the kingdom? Okay, meet, so
0: that's the character introduction to those yeah,
1: guys. And we meet King Ezekiel and his tiger and all. Oh, shiva! Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if in the comic was it Morgan and Carol who first meet the Ezekiel.
0: I don't believe so. I think it was basically the whole team while they were dealing okay. with the hilltop. But that's because like the whole morgan Carroll thing is a completely... once the, the fact that Carol's still alive just throws off everything from the comics. Oh, in the, comics, in the comics. In the comics, Carol kills herself in the prison by walking into a zombie. And in the comics, Carol is an awful person and you want her to die. And so the the Carol wow. in the show is more like the Andrea from the comics. In the right. comics, Andrea is the badass. She's the team's what best Sasha sniper.
1: What Sasha has become, basically?
0: Yeah, kind of. Yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah. I would say yeah. They took Andrea from the comics and they split her between Carol and Sasha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a very different thing where yeah, where you have Carol running around with Morgan. None yeah. of that has anything to do with anything that Kirkman wrote in the comics, so that makes okay. it very different. Right. So yeah, Morgan and they've been there for a couple of days. Carol finally wakes
1: up and they meet Ezekiel, and uh, you know she thinks it's all ridiculous. It's a joke how they're <laughs> living and blah blah. And then he comes out to her as, you know, look, I'm just a zookeeper, you know. But you know how he talks all flamboyant?
0: Well, yeah, because he was a... Th- well, in the comics, he was a theater actor. Oh, is that what he was? Yeah, and that's why he plays oh. King Ezekiel. It's because he's oh. actually playing the character to stay in control of the people.
1: Yeah. It's because he knew he's they needed that- a leader. He's doing that as well, but... Before he was doing that, uh, he was a zookeeper, and that's why he has Shiva. Okay. But that might have been the same as
0: the comics. I'm not sure. I just remember the acting part.
1: He saved the tiger. Yeah. And since that moment, the tiger has, like, totally not left his side and, like, had his back. How is the
0: CGI tiger? How does it look?
1: It's good. It's good. It's
0: better than I thought it'd be. It was – it's good.
1: Because I, I wonder when they
0: when they said they were doing Shiva, I was wondering, is like, are they actually going to put a fucking tiger on set, or are they going to do uh, CGI? Because it, it's I mean, good enough that I think it's mocap, like
1: off a person. No, like I think they took a tiger. Oh, I don't just think they like, the tiger. Okay, I think they took like video or something of a tiger.
0: Okay, and then use that to reference.
1: It's not just how good it looks, but it's how the tiger moves and what it does okay you you forget it's there like they start talking and you're not just concentrating on this tiger right
0: (laughs) well that that Um, means they're nailing the lighting because it's always about the lighting when you have a cgi character
1: yeah i know but it's it's good it's well done it's uh you know and he comes out to her because you know carol's gonna leave a lot of it i don't know maybe if it's changed because you know he's trying to convince carol so he cut like he comes out basically and says, look, yeah, I'm I'm doing this all just to keep, you know, sometimes people need this or whatever. And it kind of just happened. So I, you know, kept it up, but I'm just yeah. a zookeeper from wherever. Right. So he convinces her to kind of, you know, look at it differently. And uh, yeah, that's basically the episode. Nothing hugely eventful happens, but you, you find out that they're also giving donations to the, the saviors.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so the hilltop all, and the kingdom all work for Negan. Yeah, but the kingdom's people
1: don't know it because Ezekiel oh. Ezekiel's keeping it a secret because he knows his people will want to fight. Okay. So the, the, like the people in the kingdom
0: are unaware that they're actually serving Negan.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, so they're unaware of that, and they go off and have private meetings. And uh, you know, give up whatever their share is or whatever. But even the saviors kind of have a certain respect for the kingdom because they know it would be a war. Like the saviors have way more people and way more gun power and would definitely win. But the kingdom is strong enough that they there's kind of a tenseness there. Do you know what I mean?
0: They know it would be problematic to kill them all.
1: Yeah, like two of the guys kind of get in a fight. And then the Savior gets a free shot on him. But uh, they don't kill him or nothing, right? So, you know, that's his whole explaining of it, Ezekiel, is that he knows his people would want to fight, and he's keeping them from getting slaughtered.
0: So that's why okay. he keeps it to himself, right? Well, that works. So, and then uh, what was episode three?
1: Episode three was Daryl in a room, and it's basically them trying to break... It's, it's really cool because it's split into two themes. One, basically the episode is about... Them trying to break Daryl, and they're trying to break him because Negan wants him to be one of his guys, like one of his right hand men. Yeah, so they're trying to break him, and it's torturous. They got him in this naked in this room. They're feeding him uh, rolls with dog food on it, and they're playing this really obnoxious sixties like pop song over and over and over and over again, oh. <laughs> uh, called like Easy or something. And basically Dwight's just trying to break him. And, uh, you know, Negan keeps supporting him doing that. And uh, it's crazy because you get a look inside how the Saviors work. Like, I didn't realize everywhere Negan went, people knelt. Yeah. You know, they would all kneel down and shit, right? So uh, Daryl even breaks out at one point, and they And they catch him. And they beat him down. And the whole thing is... At one point, they got him surrounded outside after he escapes. And it was a test because they left the door open. And, you know, Negan wanted to see if he'd run or if he'd broken him yet, right? And uh, as Negan's outside, he starts asking all his men who they are. He's like, who are you? And he's like, Negan. They all say Negan, right? Yeah. And then they beat him down, throw him back in the box. And then later, he gets another chance. And, you know, Dwight's finally frustrated that he can't break him. Like you know, he's like really losing his shit because Daryl will not fucking break, and he gives him like one last chance, and he like gets right in his face, and he's like, "Who are you?" And he looks at him, and he says, "I'm (laughs) Daryl," and he's like, "Fuck you!" Right? And uh, they throw him back in the hole for a bit, and uh, yeah, so Daryl will not fucking break, man. Daryl is. (laughs) like fuck you kill me like i'm not gonna break and the reason you find out he's doing that well he says okay so that's one side of the episode and the other side of the episode is dwight and you learn his story and you see what he's up to and him going through everything and he's starting to get really torn like he's starting to kind of really lose it about his position and Negan. and i think he'll be the flip i think basically Daryl him seeing Daryl and not break is going to help him to flip because people have even said, like Daryl says to him, like, why don't you, or other people say, why don't you just take him?" Like this makes no sense, right? That people just don't take me. out. And, uh, you know, most people have just given, Oh yeah. One guy runs away and Dwight catches him. And it's one of their guys. It's like a guy who's been like friends with him for like years. And he's like, I'm not going back. You're going to have to shoot me. And then Dwight gets frustrated, and he's like, "If you don't come back, I'm gonna kill all these other people, or whatever." And he's like, "Fine, I'll come back for that, but you know, whatever." And then Dwight shoots him in the back of the head, or shoots him in the back as they're walking, because you know he realizes, no, it's you know he kind of does it for him, so he doesn't have to go back to the to live with the saviors. So yeah, this kills
0: him, and I have to deal with it.
1: Dwight's actually torn. As much as we've hated Dwight. Dwight's actually, because obviously also his wife has become Negan's wife, right? Yeah. So, you know, that's, you know, throwing him around and throwing him for a loop <laughs> still. So he's on the edge, man. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with Dwight and Daryl being together. And I think that's what's going to maybe kind of build out of this, you know?
0: Nice. Because, yeah, Daryl so, is definitely the X Factor because, yeah, he's also not a character in the comics at all. But, well, yeah, if, Dwight yeah. Dwight has a very uh, a very strange character art in the comics. I'll just say that. He goes the, through some in, shit. <laughs> and started, the
1: guy he shot in the back, uh, they put him out and on the fence as one of the zombies randomly, and he sees him, and he gets all weird. But, yeah, Dwight's nice. kind of messed up about the whole thing. Daryl's tough as shit and won't quit. I think, you know, in the comics, oh, Carl stows away.
0: Yeah, because in the comics, uh, the first time they really deal with the Saviors, uh, Carl fucking sneaks into the truck that they're taking supplies yeah, to the Saviors yeah. from, I think, the Hilltop. And when they open the door, motherfucking Carl jumps out with an M16, cuts loose, kills, yeah. like, four of Negan's guys, and then Negan beats the shit out of him. Yeah. And, then and yeah, this is Carl missing an eye, already been shot twice. He the fucking the kid is tough. Out. He doesn't beat the shit out of him. Oh, no, that's right. Yeah, he grabs him and holds him down and then drags him back and basically proves to Rick that he didn't hurt him. Yeah. yeah. Even though yeah. Carl killed, yeah, like, three or four guys
1: because there's one panel in the comic where Negan walks by with him and everybody kneels. Yeah. And that panel's pretty much in the comic, but there's no Carl. It's just him walking around. And uh so I think basically they're going to skip that arc and concentrate on Daryl being there.
0: Yeah, cuz that way you don't have to deal with yeah, you don't have to do anything with Carl sneaking away.
1: Right, right. So that was a really interesting episode, man. And it kind of left off just like that. Like, uh, you know. Like That's another last, good season. Yeah, oh. it's, I'm liking how they're really jumping around. Each episode's been really different, you know. The
0: only thing I hate is wait in a year, because now I have to wait a year for it to drop on Netflix again so I can watch all the seasons. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's but definitely, it, yeah, it's, it's picking it's up It's fun well. to watch it that way, though. It's fun to watch the entire show. Yeah. And just... Oh basically sure. basically like three or four days. I I, I usually don't kill it all on a weekend anymore, but yeah, I'm sitting mm-hmm. down for three or four days just watching nothing but Walking Dead is real fun. Negan <laughs> changes everything too, right? Like Oh yeah, yeah. Everything everything past entire- Negan everything past Negan gets even crazier. And yeah, in the comics there's another war going on. So it's yeah, well, it's and, all out
1: war. The co- it's is all that war still going on in the comics? No, all that
0: war is over. That was the, the big fight with Negan. And so the there's right. a war happening now in the comics that's way worse than all out war. The twelve issue Who mini. Who's fighting
1: in the comics now? <laughs> the whisperers. Oh my god. Why is there always more how can there be anybody worse than Negan? Like what are these people? Oh about? dude, you have no clue. You have no clue.
0: They're so much worse than Negan. But like, do you, do you want to know? Do you really yeah, want to know? I, want, I do want to know, yeah. It's an entire group of people who give up being human and to hide and stay safe, they kill zombies, skin them, and wear them. Ugh. So, you know, like Rick and the guys will put guts on them to be yeah. able to walk through. These yeah. motherfuckers skinned zombies and then sewed the skin on themselves so that they always smell like that and they can walk with the zombies... And they're called the Whisperers because as long as they talk very softly, the zombies leave them alone. And so they'll actually travel in zombie hordes with the zombies because they know they're safe. How do they eat? How do they survive? Where do they live? Like Basically, like, they're nomads. It's a giant group that they move around with the zombies when they need to, and they go where they need to to find food, and they just keep moving, and they're all batshit fucking crazy interesting yeah Whatever. it's it's awesome what what's if the show gets to that point because like it's one of those things where like every time they're going to the crazier and crazier stuff in the comics it's like are they really going to do that on the show are yeah. they really going to shoot carl in the eye are they really going to have yeah. a fucking tiger like Is, are they really uh, gonna, you know, you know,
1: still alive because i know last i read in the comics like rick takes him
0: prisoner for like a long time right yeah, at the end of All that War, Nick cap- or Rick captures him, and to prove a point doesn't kill him. Right. To prove that they're better than that, that they're better than Negan, they put Negan in a jail cell, and then the comic jumps forward like a year. And so, like, Rick has a beard, and he's uh he finally replaced uh, – Rick's hand was cut off in, like, the first 20 issues. Right. And he finally gets uh, one of those uh hooks. He has a little hook hand oh, that yeah. he can kind of use. And so, yeah, Rick looks very different in the comics now. But, uh, yeah, he kept Negan in a jail cell for over a year. And then um, later on in the comics, Negan escapes, goes and does some shit with the Whisperers, and then I, I, I think Negan's still alive. There's been so much shit going on lately with the last couple of uh, issues that it's, it's hard, hard to remember. But I believe he's still alive. Uh, I do remember uh, Lucille died. He was beating someone to death and killing a bunch of zombies, and Lucille broke. Really? And so he lost his shit because his bat uh, gave up on him. And uh, it was funny because it, like, it fucked with him that he didn't have Lucille anymore. Really? Well, he
1: carries it everywhere on the show so far. You yeah, but see him without it.
0: Yeah, and in the comics, he was just as attached to it. And then, of course, when they put him in jail, they took his bat. And if yeah. I remember correctly, it was Dwight had it. Dwight's been carrying Lucille around for, like, two years. So,
1: so yeah, Dwight's it's, still kicking too, eh? That's crazy. Yeah.
0: And then yeah, there's some crazy shit coming up in that show if they end up keep uh, following the comics. And uh, we'll be here. We will be here to watch it all. Yes, watch all the craziness. Uh, tell the folks, tell the folks where they can find you online, there, uh, Mister Clark. You can
1: find me online at the underscore Jedi underscore Ross R A S on Twitter, or you can look me up through uh, an Elegant Weapon dot uh, or all the Facebook stuff, but just go to POI Podcast
0: and you'll find everything you need. True. It's all it's all all can be found at the hub of the Points of Interest Podcast Network. Uh, you yeah. can find me at Anthony Bachman or at CMYK TV if you want to talk about this show or talk to any of us about this show. And uh, we will be back uh next time. Have a colorful week. Bye.